Hello and welcome to No More Mondays, the podcast where two indie hackers, James McKinnon and Dan Rowden, talk about building their indie businesses. This week, I sell my car to kickstart Project Get James Out of Debt. Dan launches a bunch of new marketing products for Illo, and I practice my street hustling skills at a pub in London. A big thank you to today's sponsor, Upvoty, which you'll find out more about during this episode. Let's get started. I woke up this morning and I saw Jack Ellis had tweeted about the Yeti, mm. and I was like, I've I've got this don't buy yeti.com domain. I always hate on it. I've always said I'm going to make this website. So I just, <laughs> just sort of copied and pasted some of my blog posts, wrote a few lines, and the card has this really cool new theme. Oh, nice. When did you do all the, like, the photography in? So it, it's all like assets I've made over the past couple of years. And, and funnily enough, uh, when I was choosing the picture for my Shaw MV7, I searched on Unsplash, Shaw MV7, and my own picture came up. <laughs> <laughs> Big blow for me this week, Dan. You see what see what I sold? You sold your car. Sold my car. Your nice car. It, <laughs> Has it actually gone? Uh, gone, yeah. It went yesterday. Oh, no. <laughs> it, that car was my pride and joy. I loved it. For those that don't know, then go on Twitter. I'll leave a link. It was a BMW 3 Series. I got it brand new two years ago when I started my new job. I thought I was the bee's knees with this car. It was just, yeah, it's just a lovely car to, to own. But £500 a month, I just, I couldn't keep doing it. I didn't realise how easy it was to give it back to BMW. I just called them and said, hi, uh, I've got my car, 22,000 miles. And they said, yeah, sure, we'll take it off you. Give us a few days. And <laughs> I thought I might have to pay to get out the finance agreement right. because like, of the interest. But actually, I paid off the interest. The car was still at a good enough value that they actually paid me a thousand. So they called me a day later and said, "Yeah, sure, we'll take your car, and you get a thousand pound." And I was like, "Cool. How long is this going to be? A couple of weeks?" He's like, "No, you can come in today or tomorrow." I was like, "Oh, okay. Yeah, sure. Let's do ten a.m. tomorrow." <laughs> so within three days, my car's gone. Wait, and so yeah, I dropped it off yesterday morning. So what's your plan now? Because do you need a car? I need a car. So I live in Canterbury. It, it, it's walkable to Canterbury, but mm. for getting like to tennis, golf, uh, up mm. London, see dad. So I've got the thousand pound. I'm going to get a shit box for a little while just so I have a car. But I've spent the last couple of days trying to find a shit box. And it turns out that I don't really want a shit box. So I'm trying <laughs> to get over that. You're like, why am I looking at these rubbish cars? <laughs> <laughs> No. Well, if it's, yeah, if it's just for transport and it's just temporary, you might just have to just like, point at your screen and just... That one. <laughs> it's probably not wrong. It's just the last couple of used cars I've got, cheap ones, have been amazing deals. So that Corsa that I bought, that I sold to We Buy Any Car, probably about four years ago, I picked it up with like 50,000 miles. It was less than 10 years old. And it cost me £800. And I sold it to We Buy Any Car for 1000 And it was a really nice little Corsa. And I was like, I don't want to get anything less than the deal I got there. <laughs> so that I've got to probably do what that you sounds... say and just point and go, I'll have that one. <laughs> but yeah, a part, part of setting this car down is for my project Get James Out of Debt. And I tried this a few times. It's been a few full starts. I really want to get out of my money situation because cash flow, it's really hard to predict now. And I've not quite got to grips with the fact that my income might be the same every month and I need to reduce my outgoings. The car was always the thing I said that I wasn't going to sell because I liked it so much and I needed it so much. So the fact I've got over this hurdle, I think that this will help me out for the rest of the debt being paid off. Because if I can get rid of my car, I can get rid of everything else right. Mm. What? What's next? 
What, so next is selling the most bikes, then it increasing income and getting some more retaining clients in. So when I go focus on Pod Panda, try and get those six to eight clients coming in regularly so I can predict my income and every month pay a certain amount off and just be like more frugal with my decisions. I'm really not. I still buy stuff that I don't need. I, I just I hope I can build up a little bit of momentum with it. Mm-hmm. So those are the next steps. Should we talk about what we've done this week? Yes, let's do it. Oh, shit, no, sponsor. Sponsor. Sponsor, sponsor, sponsor. It is the last upvotey sponsor slot. I'm sad about that because Mike and Stefan were the first two that jumped on immediately to buy sponsor slots. Mike has sponsored Indie Bites multiple times, and even at the most expensive it is, he still bought slots. Have you been watching any of his YouTube videos? Uh, Not recently. I found that my YouTube feed just doesn't show me videos that I care about anymore like the last month or two oh, it's all over the place it's so algorithmic right but what Mike does good with this right you know he sends out the emails every time he releases an episode with like information about what's in the video they're really good and he's publishing them regularly too but yeah Mike Slats runs up Voti but you've heard it before from me as an indie hacker when you're building your product how often are you asking users for feedback? Dan, how often are you asking your users? Next question. <laughs> you said last week you're going to start speaking to customers. Yeah, but you I You need to do it. In fact, maybe <laughs> Upvotee is going to solve your problem because you won't have to do this outreach. It will just be there for your users. They'll see your Upvotee feedback board and they'll go, cool, let me just, let me just whip in a little feature request in here. <laughs> a little bit of feedback on this part of the product. What's not to love about that? Because then you can build a product, Dan, that people will truly love. And wouldn't you love people to love your product even more? So yeah, Upvotee is a user feedback tool. It makes it easy for you to listen to your users and prioritize what to build next. It's got these feedback boards, so you install those, and then you'll have all of your user feedback in one place. Close the feedback loop by setting up a changelog and product roadmap. This means your users are gonna be actively involved in building new features, and they'll love your product even more. So if you want to give it a go, and I know you do, you're listening to this thinking, oh, I really should get some feedback, but I don't know how to do it. Just install Upvotee, give it a go, 14-day free trial, and then 10% off any plan with the code NOMONMONDAYS. That's at upvotee.com, or there is a link in the show notes to start your trial. Okay, back to today's. Seeing as I'm going first, you'll have to ask me. All right, James, so what have you been up to this week? Obviously this week, sold the car, also went to Indie Beers. Indie Beers is... A highlight of my month. A bunch of my friends meet up in London. Met a few people because MicroConf London, so we met uh-huh. Peter Zoom, Laura okay. Roda. But what I love about doing indie beers <laughs> is I take like a pouch of my wallets. We've spoken about this before, but it's really becoming a thing now <laughs> that when people come to indie bites, they're expecting me to have my pouch. And as I get a few more beers in me, Dan, I start to really go hard on selling these wallets, and it ended up being quite a laugh because Saba was there. And I was like, <laughs> someone was genuinely interested about a wallet. So I, I, I gave them one and they were like, oh, I'll, I'll buy it if I have a shot of tequila. So off Saba goes to the bar, gets a shot of tequila, brings it to the guy that said that jokingly. And now he had to buy the wallet and <laughs> had the tequila. So it was good fun. Another random thing that happened. And I don't know how you feel about business cards, Dan. But for the first time in ever, maybe, someone asked me for a business card when I was talking about podcasting. And I'm going to a conference next week and it started making me think that maybe I should have business cards. Mm. But I know I shouldn't because I've never used one in my life. I keep buying them. I have some like five years ago that I've literally never Mm. used. 
I don't have any, nor have I ever really used them ever before. But I think maybe if you're going to like an in-person conference and the same situation happens, say it happens 10 times because you bump into 10 random people who want your details, what are you going to do? Follow me on Twitter or search my name on LinkedIn or something. Or you can just slip them some bit of card. So yeah, that, that, that was something that happened this week. It was kind of fun. This week I also recorded an episode of Indie Bites with Chris France. I was going to release it on Tuesday when we recorded, but I think... The two a week is now over, Dan. I think I'm okay. going to go back to the one a week yeah, because I'm just falling behind and it's causing stress. And I think one a week's fine. And part of this conversation I had with Chris, he's a proponent of having a single focus rather yeah. than multiple projects. He's been in your DMs about it. Yeah. We spoke about this last week and he even further convinced me about it. Okay. And he was like, it, it doesn't mean you have to stop your other projects. Just see them more as hobbies. Mm. Like you have your focus and you have your hobbies. So I see Indie Bites as being just a hobby for now. This podcast as a hobby. Or they can be like Podpanda Productions. So I see them as marketing for Podpanda, which they kind of are. And the only thing that would really, truly, genuinely be a hobby would be Witzel Craft Co. So instead of spending some of my daytime time and energy on Witzel Craft Co., do it when I have spare time and continue to have fun with it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Interesting to hear that. But yeah, I really like it when guests are really passionate about something and they let it show instead of sort of tiptoeing around the issue. Sometimes you have to warm guests up to say it and say what they really think. But when they do, it comes out so well. So I remember leaving this episode feeling great because Chris just said it how it is and cut through the bullshit and that's what makes really good episodes and also when someone's like that i'm challenging them i'm not just letting, gonna let them get away with having a really strong point of view with no opposition to it so despite the fact he'd converted me i did i did fight the side of multiple projects a little bit yeah okay well cool i look forward to it. what day is that coming out that'll come out today today okay is it friday's then or are you still going just like yeah yeah random day a week or is it friday Friday, so it was Tuesdays and Fridays. I've managed to hit the last three Fridays, so I'm thinking okay. just continuing that. I don't know, I've always said to people not to release on Friday. I don't have any data on this, but I feel like 15 minutes on a Friday, end your week on a high. Uh, maybe I should just do it Mondays. <laughs> Start your week off well with a little Indie Bites episode. What do you yeah. think? I don't, know. I don't what, know. What's your what's your intuition on it? My gut would say it. I don't think it matters. Okay, all right. I'll stick to Fridays for okay. now. But yeah, it was, it was a very good experiment, by the way, doing two a week. I got my best month of downloads ever. It didn't affect the downloads per episode too much. It dropped about 20%. Because I was like on it throughout all of April, I found it quite easy. And it was really nice to get through the backlog. But now I'm through the backlog. I'm having to record new episodes. Mm. And it's kind of hard to have to record two episodes, edit two episodes, yeah. and do it alongside trying to make money. So... Indie Bites will go back down to one a week. Decided now, so that means revenue is halving back down to a thousand a month. Okay, yeah. Which is still pretty fucking cool. <laughs> <laughs> so that's me this week. Don'tbuyyeti.com was my final thing this morning. What about you, Dan? You've got lots here. Yeah, Talk it looks me. like a long list, but I don't feel like it did much this week at all. Lots of work on Elo, which, yeah, so like a few different tasks on Elo. I built, <laughs> I built a tr like a test version of an impression predictor so that you kind of mm. you paste the, a tweet url and it would guess based on the public metrics kind of a range of how many impressions a tweet would get and i was very pumped to get this out because i thought it'd be quite easy but it's actually incredibly difficult to get <laughs> to get it accurate and i think there's no there's no way to get it 100 percent accurate every time because yeah. twitter is an algorithmic product right so you can use the numbers so yeah likes 
replies, uh, retweets and quote tweets of the public metrics. So it basically uses those in a calculation that I kind of fudged together to figure out like a range of impressions. And it works okay. I think, so th the idea of this would be product as mar marketing, just like a free fun tool that would bring people to the ELO website if people shared it around. Mm -hmm. And I think using it is, it is interesting, even though it might not be accurate, you don't know it's inaccurate because <laughs> you're putting in a tweet from someone else and you can't <laughs> see the impressions, right? Yeah. But it's also quite interesting because if you if you see a big tweet like so Jack Ellis again, he did that tweet about giving away money, and it yeah. got like loads of <laughs> loads of replies. And like it's that kind of tweet, you kind of want to know how many impressions it has. Like it's it's kind of in the back yeah. of your head. Like it's how popular is that tweet? So you put it in the thing. Yeah, it's like hundreds of thousands, and it's cool to see that data, even if it is or may, may be inaccurate. So that's something I was working on. For, the, uh, for those that don't know that, that tweet that Jack Ellis did, he basically said, anyone that guesses our AWS bill, which is under <laughs> under 20,000, I will send it to you. Did you see the actual, um, the uh, the answer? How much no, it I haven't was? seen it. Guess, have a guess. What did you guess? Well, it's hard. I would have said under 5K probably. $13. <laughs> <laughs> why 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 was it a trick of course it was a trick he said under twenty thousand, so people were expecting it to be he's just a twitter troll he's he a got... twitter troll so on social blade it says he's got yeah like 400 new followers from that tweet which is far more than he usually gets which is about 10 to 20 a day so it did work out if he was trying to do that as a an audience builder like tactic mm-hmm this brings me on to something else I was building, which I showed you, which is like the free follower tracker. Again, this isn't like mm -hmm. a, a, fi a final product. I was talking to Andrew Bassoni yesterday about it. He was he was giving me some improvements to make on it. But basically, you put your Twitter account in and it will just track your followers every day as like a free, again, like a product is marketing. It's not like a free plan of ELO because it's just a part of ELO. But I think if I could do this and try and... It's, it, so you, people use Social Blade to track other people's stats or see other people's stats. Yeah. So it's a similar thing to that. And I, yeah, and I would try to showcase Illo in that kind of free profile. But yeah, so I've been tracking Elon yeah. Musk. <laughs> now I'm tracking Jack Ellis. <laughs> it's quite fun to build these little fun projects. And yeah, so I'm building the new marketing site for Illo this week as well. And I'll add those two tools to the marketing site to kind of give them some prominence. It, it's live right now. People can use it or is it? It is live, but I haven't. <laughs> share the link anyway so i mean you can go to illo.so slash elon musk and you can see his his free profile you've also been working on the yellow marketing site haven't you i have so do you want to show it to you yeah go on sneak preview yeah so this is i shared some stuff from here before but it's basically just like a reworked homepage. it looks a bit smarter because i've changed some of the typefaces new imagery with like new emails and stuff in it and, and i've changed the messaging a bit i'm trying to find some more benefits to highlight because it is hard building an analytics product because it's what are the benefits for just seeing numbers so this section here which i haven't finished yet is build a twitter audience and go places so i want to i want to highlight some illo users who've grown crazy and maybe maybe just one line of saying what they're now doing with their twitter audience and i've linked mm -hmm. out to the blog a lot more features featured on the home page with lots of little images that's quite, quite a little section and then here at the bottom also i've removed the pricing from the home page and now it just says Try Elo Pro for 30 days for $5. So I'm going to try this <laughs> and see what happens. I don't know if, if making this change alongside a full homepage rewrite is going to let me see any 
proper data because everything's changed rather than just like a little tweak. Yeah, so I'm going to try this Illo Pro trial. You pay $5 for an extended trial because it's normally 14 days and it's 30 days with some new features on this new pro plan I'm introducing. So you basically get everything for 30 days. You pay $5 and hopefully, you know what, as as the like pay trials, it's normally, they normally convert much, much better. You'll get fewer trials, but they convert at a high rate. Very cool. So you've you've had, some might say, a focused week on Illo, Dan. Yeah. Cause, well, that's not all either. Because I was I rewrote the tweets page in it as indie hacker myself. I launched the tweets page just bare minimum. You click a button to like for the filters and the search and stuff. It would reload the page each time, and I rewrote it to be much much faster. Like it's it's crazy how much faster it is now. Speed is massively underrated sometimes. And it got quite stressful. I never mentioned it anywhere because I don't want to talk about my web application being sucky but so yeah as you as you were saying a bit of a focus on Illo yeah I am focusing more on Illo I don't have any client work anymore it's silent subsell silent refermo is is there niggling at my brain but other than that I've just done Illo really um, and then ghost themes I need to I need to just finish off my last one but I think Illo as the, like you were saying main project and then maybe have the others as hobbies or side projects in the mm-hmm. evening or when there's extra time and see what happens yeah, and it, it's kind of fun to have a focus on something, and we, we we've both been fully endorsing the multiple projects because mm. it's what we enjoy. But mm. we do both want to see a bit more success yeah. with either one of our projects or with just wherever we're going as indie hackers. And I know what I'm doing at the moment isn't working as well as I want to, and I've heard all these good things about having focus. So I just want to give it a crack. Let's yeah. let's see how it goes. Something else quickly that I was working on this weekend was the Twitter growth for developers course or guide or whatever it's called. So I've added a page mm-hmm. in Notion and I've been writing that out. I'm just getting my ideas out and writing them on a page and rewriting them and getting like tweets from the internet to prove my point. And yeah, getting some <laughs> questions from the customers is cool. They're like, ah, oh. I had a question about scheduling. And it, that's cool to have like the interaction with your customer as the thing is being made. But it's also cool because then it helps you like focus an idea that you might have just written out. If they have a specific question about that, it helps the content as well. So that, that's been a fun experience. And then <laughs> finally, got a big milestone, haven't we? What's the milestone, Dan? Last week, I crossed the 100k ARR mark. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh man. <laughs> so, but man, awesome. Obviously, it's hard. It's like it's just numbers, isn't it? At this point, yeah. How does it feel? Hundred k. What's that? Is that the eight? Eight three three yeah. three. Yeah. Eight so one three 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 three. It doesn't feel any different from anything else, apart from the fact. <laughs> I mean, I know that I've now got a decent income. Like that, there is no change. Yeah. But it's it's very nice to see six figures on my in my like spreadsheet that I have tracking everything. But you know what it's time for now, Dan? I do. Do you know what it's time for? It's time for tweet of the week. Yes, it is. Tweets of the week. You go first, Dan. Go on, okay. what have we got here? Mine is from Mark Cole. So I'm not, I'm not going to say this right. It's called Mark, okay? <laughs> <laughs> so he's like an OG indie builder. He's friends with Peter Levels. He built uh, WIP, Work in Progress, like the community for builders. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he had a tweet, which he had a screenshot from uh, marketingexamples.com. And yeah, I just, I saw this, the image caught me and then I read it and I was like, oh, this is really cool. So this is, 
I'm going to use some of this, or I already had some of this in my Twitter course, but I think I'm going to steal a few of these ideas as well. Seven ways to build your founder brand, share milestones, share lessons, share behind the scenes, share your mission, share your company point of view, talk to your users, don't kill your personality. And then there's a great image of example tweets that do all of those things. So yeah, I'd recommend checking that out. And obviously from the great marketing examples website, which you should also check out. Yeah, and I think this also comes from Dave Gerhardt's book, Founder Brand. Dave Gerhardt is, was CMO at Drift and also at Privy. And I know Harry and Dave work together quite a lot. But my one actually is from today's sponsor. And it caught my eye this morning. It's not like a big tweet, but I, I don't know if I agreed with it. It was a hot take by Mike. Why it's better to have a lot of small customers instead of working with a few big ones. They won't take full control on demands. You can say no without hurting the business. No worries on one decide to leave. Like, yeah, sound, sure. But also, what are the downsides of only having small customers? Yeah. Like, a lot more support. It's much harder to grow. You've got to find a lot more customers. You've got to have some sort of marketing engine that means they keep coming in. Whereas if you have sort of a balance, a few larger customers, like I'm trying to do with PodPan, yes, if I lose one client, it's going to be far harder. But it's also harder for the client to churn because the service I'm offering them is really good and it's something that hopefully they'll be doing ongoing. Yeah, it shows the pros of having small customers. But like you say, there's pros of having large customers and there's cons of having small customers. So it's, it's there's like the four yeah. quarter matrix of pros and cons for the two different types. And yeah, this is just one of those boxes. Uh, I, I have found that it is these things are all true. I have what you call small customers for my projects, and it doesn't. These things are good because, like for example, when one decides to leave, it really doesn't affect you. But if you've got like a ten k client and you've only got four clients, that's like a yeah. huge chunk of your business. No, yeah. well, I, I think it's up for discussion. Yeah. Would love to see uh, what people think on Twitter. We're at No More Mondays FM. We've had a few people tag us recently, especially on the Q and A episode, which is great to see. If you have any questions, make sure you send it. We, we both monitor the No More Mondays yeah. FM Twitter. Got any questions? Send it there. Got any thoughts on the episode? Anything you disagree with us? Let us know. Yeah. Let's let's start some fights. And <laughs> All right, man. Uh, let's round up quickly. For me this week, I know I haven't thought about it because usually it's just been due to Indie Bites episodes. I've got to do my one Indie Bites episode, record a new one. Oh, I know what I'm doing next week. I'm going to the podcast show in London. It's the first conference I've been to in, I don't know, three years. It's more like an, like an exhibiting thing, more than a uh, conference. Okay. Just a bunch of exhibitors, a bunch of swag. Yeah, okay. I have nothing in my notebook at the moment for next week, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, uh, More focus. I've been, I've been thinking about the marketing site all this week and I haven't really got past that. It's just going to be like, yeah, I, I just finished. I would love to get the marketing site out, but it also means I have to get that new trial thing live and those free tools. Maybe I could leave the free tools out for now, but like, I'm desperate yeah. to get the new marketing site out to show it but in a better light because I don't really like the current marketing site and then I can start marketing it properly my wife was like why aren't you like just doing marketing I'm, like, I'm not happy with I don't want to send people to the current site because I want to put a better site out which hopefully will convert more people Dan I'm with your wife I'm afraid <laughs> your, your current site's fine it's only you that doesn't like it yeah. your standards too high yeah maybe get, get it live in the best state you can that you're happy with you can always tweak it in the future yeah. if it's stopping you doing the marketing and growth stuff you need to do then it's not worth making those tiny, tiny, tiny tweaks that might no. take a month, say. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's my that's my one task then next week. Launch the new marketing. <laughs> yeah. All right, man. I will see you 
next week yeah all right have a good week Thank you for listening to this episode of No More Mondays with James McKinvin and Dan Rowden. You can join the conversation on Twitter at No More Mondays FM or hit the link in the show notes. We want to hear your spicy takes so we can discuss them on episodes of No More Mondays. It also find a list of talking points from this episode along with the details of today's sponsor, Upvotee, in those show notes. See you next Monday. <laughs>